You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Guys, I always like to share stuff that I find to be intriguing, that resonates. And this is definitely something that I've been working on actively in my present time period of my life. And recognizing the importance of it. And, and, and more so checking in with myself to make sure that I'm remembering to focus on the present. I'm I'm sure that most of you who are listening at this point to the broadcast has had some moments in your life where you've either thought about something in the past or you've kind of went off into the future realm of things. And, and sometimes in those spaces, we cause ourselves to have a little bit of stress, anxiety or doubt or whatever um, concerning different things because we've all been challenged in different ways, Right. The one thing I am learning, though, is that focusing on the present helps to keep a minimal amount of levels of anxiety, keep your stress levels down. I've had to actively work at just that one thing. I I can't break it down any further than that, than to say, you know, really and truly focusing on the present. I've been known to sometimes overthink. You know, I think a lot of people who are creative uh, they process a lot, and not to say that if you're analytical that you don't overthink. I'm not saying that. For me, I have both waves of the, of both sides of the brain. I do a lot of creative and a lot of analytical analysis when it comes to things. And so it makes it easy to go on a path of overthinking, right? So today I just said, you know what, y'all, let's, let's have a real discussion on something I think could be a vital component of a, a day-to-day, a week-to-week, a moment-to-moment conversation. Y'all are Sunday's Monday Motivation. Focus on the present. Let's go. No matter the time or the season, we're open and available 24-7. Shouldn't your dealership be too? Carumba.com, the convenient online used vehicle marketplace. Register your independent dealership now. There's a simplicity to the non-anxious way of thinking. Our personal inner narratives and our self-talk can weave convoluted worlds that have very little relation to our actual lives. One way we get sidetracked with stressful overthinking is to misunderstand what is absolutely necessary to our happiness and well-being. Focusing on needs rather than wants helps you to get to the core of things and prioritize what's ultimately important. Again, it's always less stressful to focus on what really matters and let go of what doesn't. Guys, I'm sharing that with you out of a book that uh, I've come across that's talking about stop to, you know, stop overthinking, right? Relieving stress, stop negative spirals, decluttering your mind, focusing on the present, which is our conversation today. I actually have... um, have had this conversation on many times with different people at different times. I'm sure we have all have had moments where we had challenges and it's so easy to um, get caught up in the circumstances of something that's going on with you. And if you got a friend or a confidant that you talk to and you say, hey, this is going on, you know, they, they might oblige you, listen to what you're talking about, see what's going on, you know, let you get it all out. And most times we share things with people, sometimes it's just be heard, not necessarily to have the feedback or to have commentary about it back and forth, but sometimes we just want to feel like we want to be heard. But then there's also those one 
or two times when you want that same situation to be the consideration, but you do also want to have some feedback. And I can tell you that a lot of times the response of a statement like this, you know what? I understand, Sonny, this is going on or this has happened, but let's see if we focus on the present, what can we do right now to make the situation better? That sometimes is what I have to say to myself. And then there are times when I have people around me that in my close circle that would give me that statement. And it lets me snap that moment of of that brain wave of going too far ahead or too far back. Because that is ultimately the recipe of so much stress for us. Isn't that amazing how something so easy, if we just, you know, tilt it to the right or tilt it to the left or just sit it and and make it balance in the middle of how we can, you know, better deal with patterns of our life. And I'm not saying that whatever it is that you're drawing attention to or talking about or experiencing is not real or that it doesn't have a purpose or it doesn't have a a presence. I'm not saying any of that. But isn't it amazing how we can make a decision to either stop thinking about what took place or we can stop thinking about what could happen and just kind of be in the very moment. And what I've come to realize and recognize, it takes so much pressure off of so many situations. It helps the mind to relax more and you start to find yourself breathing uh, a little easier and, and taking deeper breaths. You know, there's a lot of times we're going through things and we don't even recognize we're not even breathing. We're holding our breath or we're not breathing deep enough or we're we're going at 50,000 miles a minute and we're missing the act the, you know, the actual activity of the moment because we're so much caught up in between the, either the behind us or the, or the forefront. So, guys, I think that one of the amazing things about having these conversations is that it can jar, you know, moments of thought of of experiences that you may have had. It may not be your moment right now. Like you may be listening to this today and it's not necessarily prevalent in the moment of of, of your life at this very second. But I guarantee you, you can make a reflection on something at some point in your life that that situation was happening. And if, if, if you haven't had that kind of moment in a while, that's a great thing. And then hopefully this can be a reminder of how important it is to stay in the present, right? Now, I'm not saying don't forecast, don't create your 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 things that you got your goals and ambitions and things that you want to accomplish. I'm not saying any of that. But I am definitely reflecting on circumstances that may not have fully shown itself to be in the most promising circumstance. And so there are things that sometimes they they either maybe are not where we want them to be, or we didn't have the outcome we had hoped for, or we anticipating something, right? Anticipation in itself can, can, can create, you know, questionable thoughts and, and things that makes us feel a little anxious, right? Or unsettled about. One of the things that I've come to recognize uh, you know, as a producer with, with, with Lama Radio Network itself, is that there's so much realm of opportunity. There are people that I, I want to talk with, that I want to interview, that I want to share with other people. And if I was to make speculation of how that would go, just based upon my own thoughts, it could lead me to a, a, a different scope of, of direction, 
it could it could maybe not allow certain people to come forth or it could block me from being open to other considerations. So you you'll be amazed that the attitude that you take can can make the whole circumstance around things change. This book that I just mentioned that I started out this section with and in, in, in reading that little passage to you about uh, has this has a couple of things that I thought was cool. And they're considered attitudes. And I'm going to share with you a, a couple of those attitudes. Number one, focus on what you can control and not on what you can't. How important is that? Right. There's different things that we've had that we listen to or that we, um, we, we attempt to do certain things. And sometimes, uh, we're not seeing the full picture of it. We're maybe, you know, looking at it impartially or we're looking at it half, as they say, the glass half full or the glass half empty at the end of the day. We're all human, and, and, and it's not to say that we all don't have capabilities of doing things far greater than our physical selves, that are, you know, mentally, we have the ability to do way greater than, a, a, you know, a lot of us would ever realize, and, and that's tapping into higher realms of ourselves, but sometimes we're laying in these lower energies, and we get caught in those lower energies by, uh, you know, focusing or concerning ourselves about something that maybe is not truly in our control. So we have to remember to do what we have the ability to do. And what that looks like, only you can make that determination. Only you can make that judgment call. But to be conscious of it, that sometimes there are things that are put in front of us that do challenge us to a point that we can't necessarily achieve it the way we thought. And so when those situations and circumstances happen, you have to recognize, okay, what part of this can I control? What part of this can I control? And and there, just finding, just taking that time, asking that question and looking deeper at the situation sometimes helps you come out of it even better, right? Or it takes away a lot of the pressure that may present itself because you have um, been focusing on what you can't control. Now... One of the other things that I think that is also important in that aspect is attitude number two from this passage. Focus on what you can do, not on what you can't. So here it is again. You know, there's something that you may be able to have access to that you would need to finish a job. So take advantage of that part. Maybe there's another aspect of the job that needs to be done that you don't have the ability to 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 make good on or you don't have the ability to um to, to contribute. And so in those situations, you got to just stay in in your lane as they say. Focus on what you can do as your own deliverable and make good on it. The other thing that I've also recognized in myself like it's easy to pile on uh, a lot of responsibility to something, especially if you're in the middle of or, or you're a perfectionist. You know, a lot of us uh, may have that drive where you're much harder on yourself than most people are. And so because you're like that, you tend to put a lot more on your shoulders or a lot more responsibility on your plate. And then you find yourself kind of drowning in what you put yourself in. Because you're aiming for a level of perfection or a level of a result that has such a high level of expectation. And so when you don't achieve that level of expectation, 
it could leave you to start feeling depressed about it, or you can feel anxious about it, or you can have some doubts, you know, that can creep in because you're not getting the result that you were initially aiming for. And that's, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but recognizing that sometimes there's certain levels of things that maybe you're not able to get done. And then that's when it's important that you recognize your own strengths. You know, that's another thing that, that gives you a, a higher level of growth. And I promise you, it'll rescue you from yourself. If you start taking the time to recognize where your strengths are, you know, some areas you probably have, you'll knock it out the park. And then those, those other areas where you're like, mm, you know, you do it or you maybe half do it because it's not your strongest point or you just don't have a desire to do it. And that's OK, too. You got to recognize that. There's times when you're going to be challenged with something or be presented with something, and maybe it's not what you want to do, right? And so because it's not what you want to do, you don't, you don't really achieve it the way you would normally achieve it, or it does not give the result that you normally would because you're not giving your full self to it. So those times like that, recognize, hey, this is not necessarily my strong point. Let me give it to somebody else who can, who can come strong with it, Right? Attitude number three, focus on what you have, not on what you don't have. Whoa. Let's talk about that for a second. How many times have you guys met people that wholeheartedly will gripe, complain, you know, have conversations about, well, you know, such and such got this. I want it. I don't have it. Or they don't, they may not verbalize it, but they show it in their actions, which unfortunately comes off to be jealous or envious. And it creates a whole nother situation of, of uh, you know, energy and, and attitude and sometimes the circumference of other people in that type of space ain't cute because it's not. Because honestly, if you're focusing on what you have and you're grateful for what you have, it shouldn't be a big, it, you, you know, I do believe this. Nobody's blind. It is so obvious to know when somebody's achieving something, you might have a friend that's doing some things, right? And they're having some success or they're experiencing something or, they're, or they, they've been able to uh, invest in themselves and maybe buy a new car or buy a house or something. Let's just, just, let's just go there. House or car, easily. A major purchase, a big purchase is something that's a high level of achievement for for pretty much anybody. Right. And so if they're garnering in that moment, you know, you can celebrate them without feeling like you are losing somewhere or you're lacking. You know, at that moment, it's really not about you. It's about them. Right. So at that moment, though, you know, is there something that you do have that you can look at and have gratitude about it? Right. And that would take away a lot of that extra anxiousness that you might be or, or enviousness that you don't even recognize that you're accumulating because you're not celebrating in the success of somebody else. But then you're looking more at yourself like, oh, man, I don't have this. I don't have that. And that's when you go into those. That's that lower level energy that we're not trying to stay in. Right. One of the other things that. um which I started this off with the conversation is focusing on the present, not on the past or the future. That's another attitude that this particular uh, manuscript has. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, you really are trying to um, give notice to what's in front of you. And even if you have a hard time 
you know, not necessarily focusing so much on what has happened in the past or what you project may come in the future. Literally stop and just kind of look around you. Look, look, look in your physical space. Look at your car, your house, the space. Even if you don't have your own car, you don't have your own house. If you're in somebody else's space, look around that. Just that you're able to be in that space is a blessing. Just for you to be able to ride in a car is a blessing. Or if you ride on a bus or if you ride on a bike or if you on a skateboard, whatever it is, find gratitude in that. And I promise you, you will give yourself so much more then you realize, right? You may not be where you want to be, but I promise you, you can have gratitude of where you are. And an, another uh, attitude, focus on what you need, not what you want. Now, if you're not where you want to be in so many aspects, whether it's, you know, work, life, relationship, uh, spirit, you know, just whatever that is, you know, if you focus on the things necessary, Right. Because I'm going to tell you, wants can put you in a trap. You sit around here, man, and be wanting and, 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 and get caught in that wave about, oh, I want this. I want Now, I'm not saying there's anything with desiring something. I'm not saying any of that. But don't get caught in the spirit of wanting to a point that you're just really emulating more lacking. Right. So you can want something and then just kind of let it go. You know, recognize you want it, like it, dig it. I do it all the time. I see so many things that I can say, oh, I like this. How many of us got Amazon accounts, you know, and you got stuff you don't saw online and you just maybe wasn't in position to cart out at that time. But you make you make your list, you make your shopping list or you make your little private, uh, you know, a list of desires and you add to it. And so as you get a little bit ahead or, or make your way on other aspects, maybe you go through your list. And you see something. Oh, you know what? I can get this now. So you get that one thing and then you go back at it. How many times have you had people that maybe bought a house? You know, you don't spend money on the closing. You don't have money that had to go into the, the down payment. You had to do all these different things. You don't bought some furniture. And so maybe, you, you you know, you haven't had your house warming yet. But there's there's just necessities you need, like maybe a can opener uh, a microwave, a toaster oven, pots, pans, silverware. Those are your necessities, right? Now, you're going to buy a new home. You're going into a new space. There's nothing wrong with, you know, maybe you want to upgrade. Maybe you had Black & Decker toaster, Black & Decker coffee maker. Maybe now you want to go up to the Cuisinart, right? You know, it, it's not necessarily this stupid high end, but, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of, you know, they got some, you know, some nice little, not nice little, I like Cuisinart appliances. They seem to just kind of work. So I'm just using them as a prime example. So, you know, you might want to have that nice, uh, coffee maker, you know, you might want to go to the Keurig and come out the drip, you know, out the 12 cup drip. You might want to go ahead and step it up to the Keurig now. Right. So you make that wish list. And, you know, you put this wish list in position to, you know, get to the point of where you want to be. So right in the present, you're focusing on the present. You may not achieve what it is that you want. You may never been able to cart out, but you are focused on the present because right now in this current moment, you're like, you know what? I know I want that quiz and art. Uh, toaster. I know I want that Cuisinart coffee grinder. So you add it to your wish list. But then once you add it to the wish list, you come out of it, you don't sit there and focus on it and be concerned about whether or not you're going to get it. Because I promise you, it make it harder for you to, if you do, be successful in achieving it. But it's going to add more stress to you if you sit there and harp on it. So, 
You know, if you're like one of those people that's like, man, Sonny, I struggle on not focusing on the past, present or the, you know, past or the future. You know, it's hard for me to be present. Just kind of use that idea or concept, if you will, um, to, you know, whatever it is that may be on your brain that's causing you to feel some kind of way, write it down. And just put it down and say, you know what, this has been egging me, you know, or this is going on. You know, I, I definitely will encourage you maybe to get a journal, get a notepad, notebook. It, it don't have to be anything fancy, but go ahead and write it down. Whatever it is that's got you in a space, got you feeling a little bit anxious or has got you feeling in your feelings about something. Or it's kind of just taking, you know, it's, it's got mind control going on for you. So go ahead and take that, write it down and then, you know, advance it and remove yourself from the. The, the back and forth limbo of that, that feeling. And that in itself would allow you to not be caught in that type of emotional roller coaster. And I promise you, it'll help you to come back more to your present. So, guys, I, I just wanted to share just a couple of little tidbits. Uh, this book that I actually have been exposed to is by Nick Trenton. And uh, it's a good read. I'm still reading it. I haven't completed it. But I just wanted to touch on something I know for myself. It's helped me so much more uh, in my present by focusing more on the present, because like you, we all got different things that challenge us at different times. How we show up in those moments in time, a lot of times better constitutes how we come out of it. So today I want to encourage you. It's Monday, first part of the week. We are getting ready. You know what? You know what makes me have so much joy? And this is a a future statement. I'm looking forward to the second week in March when what? Time springs forward. I can't wait till longer days of sunlight. I'm going to be honest with you. I know for myself that I'm a sunshine lover. Man, I love longer days of sunlight. I just have a more productive life. To me, people are a lot more, um, their energy, their attitudes are higher. Uh, people are more open to communicating, networking, socializing. People seem to be in better moods when the, 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 the hours are, are longer, the daylight is longer. There's some who might have an objection to me, and that's okay too. But for me, I prefer it, right? But today, I recognize we're with February 27th. Right. We're not at March 12th yet. I think that's when time changes, but I can look forward to it. So for, for me, that's not creating something that makes me overthink. It doesn't give me a lot of stress. It actually gives me a lot of hope. So, too, I think the other thing that we have to give along with that is our attitude. Our attitude determines so much of how our present plays out to us. Right. So I just wanted to encourage you to uh, take note, kind of just catch us where we are, see how things are, are, are being assessed around you, what your attitude is towards it. And let's try to make it be something that fuels us, that gives us good energy, gives us good vibes and gives us good synergy to move forward and, and, and be good and be all that we can be for ourselves. Right. Because the better we are for us as individuals the better we are for the the world around us, right? So, guys, I hope that you're having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week already. I hope that you're living life on purpose and that things are already moving towards what you desire. Go ahead and just put it in the universe and put it in a scope 
of what you desire that to be and just go for it. I wish you nothing but love and blessing. All right, y'all, this is it. I'm going to holler at y'all next week and look forward to more segments. Look forward to more content and new shows. This is season 10 Live Mouth Radio. I'm out. Later. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. This episode is sponsored by Loudmouth.com, the number one small business online network. We're putting the word out about small business. Put your business on the referral network online that wants to put the word out about you. Thirty point seven million small businesses in the U.S. Creating one point five million jobs annually. Small business accounts for 64% of new job creation in the U.S. There's strength in numbers. No matter what we face, know that there's strength in us. Because of you, we're able, we're capable, we're resilient. And we are available. Because we are small business. And together, we're the economy. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.